This episode of Disability After Dark has been brought to you by Come As You Are. Come As You Are is Canada's only worker-owned co-op sex shop. Trans-owned and operated, Come As You Are carefully reviews and curates their selection of sex toys, books, and DVDs. Now you can get 15% off your next purchase at comeasyouare.com using coupon code AFTERDARK. Hey there, podcast friends. Andrew here. I just want to do a quick shameless plug because a little project that I was a part of finally came out and is available for you to see for free. So let me tell you a little bit about it. I was part of a new documentary short produced by the National Film Board of Canada and directed by my friend Jari Osborne called Picture This. Basically, they wanted to do a short documentary about my experiences as a queer disabled person as both a disability awareness consultant and just as as Andrew trying to navigate sexuality, queerness, and disability. And so we spent two years working on it together and a year and a half shooting, and it's gone all over the world in festivals, in Canada, in the U.S., in Australia, and it's won audiences, audience awards, and I'm really, really proud of it, and I just wanted to let you know that you can see it for free. So if you want to see some of what I do as a disability awareness consultant, I know you hear about my sexcapades every week on the show, but if you want to see some of that, you can go on my website, andrewgerza.com, and download the documentary for free. So you can go to andrewgerza.com slash picture this doc and download it completely for free. And then we, and then you can just let me know what you think. You can leave a review. You can tweet me about it. You can send it to your friends. You can share it on social media. I think documentaries like this are really important and I was really proud to be a part of it. So once again, you can download picture this by going to andrewgerza.com slash picture this doc. But now, on with the show. Crippled Content Creations presents Disability After Dark, the podcast shining a bright light on sex and disability, with your host, Andrew Gerza. Disability After Dark, with Andrew Gerza. Shining a bright light on sex and disability. Content warning. The language, content, and discussion found within this episode of Disability After Dark will be explicit. Listener discretion advised. Hello friends, thanks so much for clicking on this brand new episode of Disability After Dark, the podcast shining a bright light on sex and disability. My name is of course Andrew Gerza, I am a disability awareness consultant and crippled content creator, and I am the host of this awesome show, and I'm ready to shine a bright light on sex and disability with you. First things first, want to let you know that hey, it's been over two years and we finally cracked the 100,000 download record, that's pretty cool, for a little show that I thought nobody would listen to, we've surpassed that now, I think we're at, we're at 100, I can't do numbers, but we're past, (laughs) we're past 100,000 downloads, which is really cool, thank you so much for listening and making this show what it is, I've been getting some amazing reviews from the 
from the iTunes, and I've been seeing those, and those are just making me really happy, and that's awesome. I'm really, really proud that this show's out there, and I appreciate all the help. If you want to be a part of this show, uh, I'd love to have more guests. I'd love to have you on. I'd love to have Minnesotes. We're also doing the... Um, I want to do the when I was a disabled kid thing as part of the Patreon for the show. So if you want to tell me about your disabled childhood, what's going to happen is I'm going to put it on as part of the Patreon so you can download exclusive episodes of that starting in the new year at patreon.com slash cripple content for $1 a month or more. You'll get those episodes and then once a month I'll put them in the regular feed so that you can all hear them. Um, but I think that the, it'll, that'll be a great addition to Disability After Dark, and I'm excited to have that. So if you want to be a part of any of this stuff, want to be a guest on Disability After Dark, or when I was a disabled kid via the Patreon, email me at disabilityafterdark at gmail.com, and we will figure out which one would work for you. Or you can do both. I think that's great, too. I'd love to have all of those things together. I think, I think it'd be really fun. So that's happening. Also... Uh, it looks like over the last three weeks, Chicago is our largest audience listening group with 245 listeners from Chicago in the last three weeks. That's cool. If anybody in Chicago wants me to come talk about this stuff, awesome. Um, I also would love it if you would just tell me what kind of shows you want to hear. I want to hear more of the things you want to hear, and I want to make a sex and disability podcast for you about the stuff you're curious about, about the things you want me to talk about and do research about, that's my jam. So let me know. Okay, I think I've rambled on enough. Uh, let's get on to the meat of this episode. For this episode, I sit down with my new friend and photographer, Robert Andy Coombs. He was paralyzed uh, and he'll tell you in the episode how that came to be. And he does really amazing photography around sexuality, disability, and queerness. And we just have a really frank conversation about his experiences uh, being paralyzed and being queer and coming to terms with all of that and, and um, how his queerness changed. And, and we, talk, we talk really frankly about, about ball rashes and sex positions and things around disability that we don't usually talk about. So I was really excited to have him on the show. Uh, he's an awesome, awesome photographer. I'll put the links to his stuff in on our social media and in the show notes. Um, he's really, really great, and I'm excited to have him on, him here, and I'm excited for you to hear what he has to say. Also, he's really cute, so there's that too. The whole time we were doing the interview, I was like, oh, he's really, really super attractive. Like He has really nice eyes, and it was fun to talk to him. So I definitely was flirting the whole time. Um, but uh, so without further ado, here's my interview with photographer Robert Andy Coombs right here on Disability After Dark. Robert Andy Coombs, hey. Hi, how's it going? Good. So nice to finally talk to you. You and I have been. I know. We've <laughs> been in each other's orbits for like such a long time. I know I've just been an asshole and keep forgetting to do it. So. It's no, hey, it's fine. Look, there. Are, when you, when you, because you messaged me like ten minutes ago, we're like, we change our time. I was like, oh yeah, we were we were supposed to record, so don't feel yeah. bad about it. I forget all the time too. It's fine. But 
I I always say that I'm so excited that I have all my guests here because I am and they're great, but I'm really especially excited to have you here because we've been following each other for like, God, I want to say like three or four years now. Probably, yeah. Like a few now. So. And we've never properly said hello. Like I know, right? So this feels this feels really like, oh wow. Um but it's awesome to have you here. Uh so I know who you are and what you do and you're an awesome photographer and an artist and you do great things around like the gay male form and disability and and that's how I stumbled on you because your photos showed up somewhere in my world and I was like, Who is this person? That's amazing. How do we all the things Where, where the fuck did he come from? Yeah. Basically He's stealing my gig. Yeah, my first time I was like, fuck you, you're stealing my shit. Now, but now I'm like, no, no, this guy's great. You're awesome. Um, and you just got into Yale. Yeah, yeah. So it's been about like three months now. So Fucking congratulations, man. Like, yes. Yeah. Getting my master's, moving like, up in the world. Props, man. Like, Yale's a big deal. I went to like a Canadian school, which is okay, whatever. But like, Yale is like shit. So I know I'm still like kicking myself. Like, how the fuck did they let me in? No, like no. fucking good for you, man. So anyway, who are you, <laughs> and what do you do? Uh, do you want me to like tell you like a little backstory, or I mean, I mean, <laughs> sure, sure. Yeah, I I'm Robert Andy Coombs. I'm a I'm a. a Disabled photographer. I like uh, the subject of disabilities and sexuality and the internet er, in intersections between that. So that's what I'm working on now as part of my um, my master's degree. So nice. So like, how do you? Okay, because disability and sexuality is such a scary fucking thing for everyone, except for the people who uh, are disabled trying to have sex. <laughs> Um, for right. the, but for the rest of the world, it's like, whoa, what the fuck? So, like, how do you go to, like, a master's board, like, a, a room of people who are, like, reading your proposal to be like, hey, want to do this? Like, how do you, like, how do you pitch that to, like, an academic group of people? Yeah, I, well, I mean, the art world is, is pretty, uh, pretty open, I think, uh, as, but, I mean, like, somewhere such as Yale, like they do with, they deal with like sexuality of like pretty much all their students at some point. So, uh, I think it was just like, uh, the merging of like two, two great things put together. So that sounds like a big fat, sexy innuendo. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and you'd be correct. So, um, you are a wheelchair user and, Everything that I that I know about you is that you were that you were in an accident, and yeah. you can you can do you want to share a bit of that story with us? Yeah. So uh, during my undergrad at Kendall College of Art and Design in Grand Rapids, Michigan, I um, met a friend in school, and he was working at a gymnastics gym. And uh, I've always been like super interested in gymnastics. I always had really good muscle control. And, uh, so I, I went there one day and like fell in love with it. So, uh, I was doing like back handstrings, back flips and stuff like that. And I was training for about a year and a half, um, when my accident happened, it was like the end of the semester, spring semester. 
2009, and I was training a double backflip on a trampoline and obviously didn't land on my feet. I don't recommend that. I recommend landing on your feet. It's uh, not for everyone to be in a wheelchair. But, Take note, everybody. Uh, it's yeah. only for the specially yeah. awesome people to be to be to become wheelchair users. We only reserve a few hundred right. for the the greatest people in the world. Right, right, yeah. Not everyone can rock it as well as you can. So. <laughs> I mean, yes. <laughs> Let's be honest. <laughs> We're the best. We're the upper echelon of, yeah. wheel, of wheelchair users, correct? Yeah. Um, so you were, how old were you when that happened? I was 21. So, and so, 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 like, fuck, I can't imagine being like, like, and again, my experience of disability is so vastly different from yours because right. it's, disability is like literally in my, it's in me because I was, I was born disabled. So like, right. is that something just as somebody who like became disabled so quickly, is that something you like? I know we we hear all the same stories about people feeling angry and like resentful and going through all that stuff. Was that an experience that you went through? I I didn't go through that really. Um, wow, that is not the answer I was expecting and, at all. <laughs> uh, I know I I grew up around disability. My mom's a, a physical therapy assistant, so I would go to work with her and and. Um, you know, would would push the wheelchairs behind the people that she was like rehabbing, and and so I mean, I, I grew up around it, but um, and I think that's one of the reasons why I just I didn't give a shit. I knew it was going to be fine because of my mom, really. And oh, like, oh, my heart just, just broke in like a thousand yeah. pieces. My heart just like swelled yeah. and broke as you right. said that shit. <laughs> yeah, no, but like my my family is amazing, and and I had come out like. Uh, a year like two years prior so like by that time i was like super comfortable with myself and like you know i came out as gay around like 20 and real you were going to the gymnastics studio to meet boys i know what was happening honestly it was just like a bunch of like straight boys in like high school which is perfect when you're just coming out and figuring shit out that's the that's the dream I was twenty. I didn't want any high school boys. That's true. So. I mean, I, I when when I was twenty, I would have taken whoever whoever blew on my dick out and be like, "Sure, great." <laughs> what you looked at me? Oh, we're married. Yeah, no. best friends forever. <laughs> right. But yeah, no, like I I had come out prior, and that was that was harder, I think, than like coming out as disabled or becoming disabled. Um. I, uh, I I knew that my family was going to be there regardless, and um, uh, but yeah, there's a lot of things that you go through when you acquire a disability later in life. Um, I I <clears throat> excuse me, I had like an ableist view of disability, and I think most people do once they become disabled. Yeah, until you really like submerge yourself in the culture and realize like how fucking cool and fun like the disability culture is like you don't know that or like or really do your yeah or like really do your research on like disability rights and like how like some of the like craziest people were just like fuck it i'm just gonna do it anyway so yeah you know yeah no totally and so like that's just such an because i was expecting you i was expecting 
when we talked about your accident, I was expecting you to say like, yeah, you know, I went through, I went through tough moments and I'm sure you did, but I love that the very first thing you said was like, no, no, I knew I'd be all right. Cause when you said that, I pictured you like lying on the trampoline being like, nah, I got this. It'll be all right. Well, no, seriously, it was, it's such a surreal moment. Like, uh, I was laying on the trampoline, like the birds are chirping. It was like a beautiful day in, in April. And like, I'm just laying there. I didn't have any pain. So it was just like this really weird moment. Like, and I, like, I wasn't upset at all. I knew what had happened. I was like, oh, fuck. Like, uh, <laughs> I mean, it was just like, there's nothing I could do. Oh, my God. Oh, fuck. <laughs> it was just like, there was nothing I could do. Like, you know, I knew what had happened and just kind of like embraced it. Like, all right, well, this was, this is going to be interesting. This, this is it. Like, so, okay. So, like, <laughs> did you, because when I have issues with my disability, of any sort, my first thought is like, "Fuck, well now I can't, now I can't mess around with dudes. Like now, this thing is gonna get in my way." Did you not right away, obviously, but as as things progressed and you realized the disability was gonna become part of your life, did you like, "Oh fuck, how am I gonna get my dick sucked now?" Like, what's that? That didn't come around until rehab. Because, like, while I was in the ICU, like I had to relearn how to breathe without a ventilator. Yeah, I, like, so you were like. I don't give a shit. Who cares about my dick? Like I gotta breathe. And see, I loved obviously. Right, but once once I got in, and that, and I had like um, a big neck brace on, so it's not like I could move my neck around or like look at my dick or anything like that. Like I was laying on my back and on my sides for like the most part. Um, yeah, to keep and, like, like but I ne- yeah, I never got to see my my body. Uh, so um, I think that's like another reason why I photograph myself so much is that like, you know, we can't just stand up in a mirror and like scope ourselves out, you know, like we can't even take off our own fucking shirt. Even if we're sitting in chairs, I can't take off my shirt to be like, I want to look at my body right now to like, I want to play with right. my nipples cause I'm, I'm turned on. I can't just yeah. um, like the thing that makes me super jealous about, about like Insta gaze and like the, you know, the, the guys with all their like, 10,000 OnlyFans, whatever, is that they can just, right. they can just whip out their dick and be like, can I do a video? It's like, fuck you. I really right. wish that I, like, I wish that I could do that. Shit. <laughs> no, I know. I completely agree. Um, <clears throat> yeah, but, yeah, so, um, so yeah, like, once, once well, I was in rehab, then, like, you know, the topic of sex came up and, um, and sexuality and, uh, just they touched over it very briefly uh because like everyone was like so uncomfortable i'm I'm like no i have so many questions like (laughs) so i I, like you know me being me like i'm this outgoing like i don't give a shit kind of person and i'm just like well well you know can i can i uh bottom and like can i (laughs) Can I take it anally? Can we just picture you sitting in the rehab room with a bunch of like nurses and like PCAs and all the people who do that shit, and you just wide-eyed and bushy-tailed with a huge heart, with like a, an emotional heart on, being like, "So, can I get fucked? Like, what's?" <laughs> well, actually, I did. I didn't say it in like the group circle, uh, just because I didn't know who would be uncomfortable with my homo. <laughs> yeah, and. Uh, but no, I, um, I like asked my therapist, I'm like, well, and, and they, like they were cool with me being gay and everything. So, 
uh, like I felt comfortable. I was just like, how is this going to work? You know, like, can I take a dick? Can I like, you know, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, well, we don't know. Um, you know, and, and they're like, maybe ask your doctor. And I'm like, okay. So I asked, I think I, uh, I don't know if it was, um, cause I had two different doctors. They were doing a different rotation, but I think I asked one of them too. And they're just like, uh, but, but, uh, you know, well, yeah. And they like fumbled around, like talking about autonomic dysreflexia and, and just like, you know, bowel care and how, like, because I can't feel it, I'm, I probably shouldn't do it just so that I don't get like fissures or like, <laughs> you know, get tears in my intestines. Yeah. And, all that. and so I was just like, well, this is no help. And they're, you know, and, and I just want to take a big fucking dick in my ass. Leave me alone. Yeah. Like, just figure that out for me. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but then I, I spent a year with my parents just to like figure my shit out. And then, uh, like, I didn't really think about sex or anything at that time. No, because you were but living that, with your folks and, like... Right. right. Yeah. No, no. And you were 20 fucking one, two years old. Like, look, how do you want it? Yeah. So, uh, I, I only... I spent, like, a year at home. That was it. I uh, told my parents that I needed to go back to school. Like, I needed to get out of the house and live on my own. And, and so... Uh, uh, moved in with one of my good friends who um, I, I knew for like you know three or four years, and he was a he's a respiratory therapist. He's oh. actually one of my respiratory therapists. Nice, but I knew him beforehand. Yeah. So yeah, uh, but yeah, so uh, we moved in together and lived in an apartment downtown Grand Rapids, and and that's really when I started to like get back into the the dating scene. And like on all the apps and shit like that. So. Tell me, like, like I've talked about my experience on the apps, and I've talked about like what my name, all the things. Tell me, I'm really curious to hear like your experience on like Grinder, or, like Scruff, or like what, like how did you navigate that? Yeah. So when um, when Grinder came out, like we still didn't have the technology that we had that we have today. Like yeah. I. I still couldn't move my arm as my right arm as well to like uh, work my phone. So I was still on like a flip phone and like couldn't text oh. or like any of that shit. I know. Seriously, like, so all my friends would text me. It would show up on my phone, which was like Velcroed to my armrest. Yeah, that's And then like, <laughs> and then I, you know, I have, I like, I had this little like uh, Bluetooth earpiece with like a button that I would hit and then it would like, asked me who I wanted to call and then so I like so I would call my friend and then they would answer so oh I, no you're like shit I'm like I'm like you need to call me back like I I can read your text I can't text you back so <laughs> so <laughs> so the iPhone 4s came out and I was like fucking a finally like I can text people you know um and then I I uh started using my right arm more um and it slowly got stronger to where like now i can use it and like use all the apps and stuff like that so um so yeah like i got on grinder and um at at first i was like uh i think how you know everyone goes through um like i'm a person i you know i 
my disability doesn't matter, blah, blah, blah. And I've never, and, ever, I've never once went through that. Never. It's so weird. <laughs> my experience with disability is like, yeah, right. I'm, yeah, I'm fucking disabled and you're going to suck my dick too because it's awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like. Yeah. See, I was like, I was like, I'm a person like, uh, you know, I'm not a disabled artist. I'm an artist with a dis- who just happens to have a disability. And I, you know, this is before I met like my friends who like had such an impact on me, my disabled friends. And uh, so like, you know, I would just have like a picture of my face and then like, um, and then nothing, you know, I the would, neck down. Right. And then I, I like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't tell people right away. Um, which is, you know, and then like you finally come out to them as like a wheelchair user and then they're like, Oh, and just stop talking to you or like, I'm not interested anymore. Or, you know what I mean? And so like after a while I was just like, all right, fuck this. Like people need to know right off the bat, like, you know, just get rid of all the fucking idiots out there. I mean, right? Shit. Shit. Yeah. So, so yeah. And then that's just, you know, I started gaining more confidence and then photographing myself really helped too because I got to see my body and like create, you know, beautiful images of me. The images, and that's what it was, that was was so stunning when I, when I stumbled on you and I can't remember how, I think somebody like directed me to you or something. I'm not sure how I found you, but I remember seeing the photo of you the photo of you lying in the grass somewhere with your, with your uh, catheter in naked, and I was like, "This is fucking amazing. Who is this person?" And after I went, and you're right. After I went through that moment of like, "Fuck you, you're stealing my fucking thunder," and that, it was that was a very brief moment. But I, but after I went through that, I was like, "I need to talk to this guy because, wow, like I had never seen photos like that ever really of the male form. I'd seen a few like female." female people do it that sounds really weird some some ladies do it uh yeah but i'd never seen like a queer dude being like yep this is my this is like me doing it these are my fucking crippled hands that yeah don't move. i look like a bit of a dinosaur <laughs> and i can't really do yeah. much but here i am <laughs> my t-rex hands yeah my really really gay hands super so. gay t-rexy crippled hands. yeah yeah um yeah. no but i just fell in love with <laughs> I just fell in love with your yeah. with your like with what you created right away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, uh, in my undergrad, I did like a small series called Disabilities and Sexuality, which was me and uh, two other of my friends. Um, one had a was born deaf, and he um, had a cochlear implant. And then uh, I had another friend who um, was. Uh, who had a spinal cord injury as well. The one with the, uh, he uses crutches throughout his day. Oh no, I um, just, cl- I, re- yeah. I just clicked on the photos like 20, like 20 minutes ago. And I just saw some really hot yeah. dudes with things yeah. happening. I was like, who are these attractive people? And why aren't we all friends? Yeah. So that, that's what I, that was like my first like series, uh, about disability and sexuality. And it was, um, it was beautiful, and it, it was something that I needed to work for, uh, work through. Yeah. Um, you know, it was kind of like a stepping stone to, like, test the waters, see how it was received, and, and uh, yeah, everyone everyone really loved it, and that's kind of how I made a name for myself. Um, yeah. And now I'm doing stuff 
that I want to do. <laughs> you know, it's, it's you know, I want I want I love the realm of intimacy because we have very intimate lives. Like we we share so many intimate moments with you know everyone we encounter, um, and I, I I love and hate it all at the same time. Yep. Uh, you know, like I get to have like amazing relationships with my friends uh, who you know uh, come into my life. They feed me. Um, sometimes they'll put me into bed, like you know, and and change my catheter bag over and just like cool shit like that yeah uh, that's real know. friendship right there anybody yeah. listening if you can yeah. find a, if you can find a friend who is willing to put you in bed and change your catheter bag like don't <laughs> lose that friend forever that's friendship for life <laughs> right no no and and uh you know just willing to fucking like help me with anything you know and it's, it's so cool and and uh so those are like the amazing things like that i get to cherish and then, because uh, not everyone gets that. Everyone, yeah. like... A lot of us just get know. care. Like, somebody comes in, slaps on a glove, slaps on a, a thing, and says, okay, I'm going to do it for right. you. And I'm not your friend. Bye. And then you're just like, oh, great. Yeah. Um, my my caregivers, like, they usually, like, we have a good rapport. I, You know, they're great people. I love them. And, you know, but, yeah, it, it is very much, like, what you described in, in the video that you just, um, release uh, the transactional touching, like it, it's the the necessary stuff that you need to get stuff done. You know, yeah, all the stuff that like somebody has to touch you because they have to, and you have to let them because you have to. So yeah, no, I I totally get it. And for anybody listening, my my film just got released. So if you're wondering what what Robert was talking about, go to nfb.ca slash picture this, and you can download my documentary for free. Uh, shameless plug, shameless plug. Uh, <laughs> when are you doing one? When are you, when, when? When are we doing one together? More importantly, when are we doing a porn together? <laughs> I know, right? Um, I don't know. Like, that, and that, that is something that I've thought about creating was, like, a porn company. Like, and no, seriously, think, let's fucking talk about it. <laughs> I know, right? It needs to happen. Someone needs to do it, and they need to be disabled. Like, so, shit. You know? the, like, I'm no, seriously off the air and on the air right now. I'll say it right now. I am so there for that. Let's figure it out. <laughs> I know, I know. I We got to, like, get some money first, though, just so we can, like, you know, pay our talent. Hey, GoFundMe, you know? Kickstarter. You want to, like, anyone talk about this? I know. Anybody? Anyone? I know. Right? YouTube, anybody? <laughs> Well, I mean, you and Davy Wavy have met before. I mean, company. You, I should connect the two of you. Honestly, when we're done, I will send you both an email and be like, "You guys should talk to each other," because he would, for lack of a better term, he would love. He would eat you up. Oh God. <laughs> a, he is somebody who would love to. I'm sure he would entertain the idea. Yeah, he seems like such a sweet guy. So, and yeah. like the, some of the content that he's like creating is is really neat. Yeah, um, as far as like his porn, you know. Yeah, I know stuff that whatever I whatever you want to call it. So. His like art, art, erotic, artistic. No, but I think the idea of like of like two two disabled guys running a disabled porn company that's a that's like a that would be fucking like 
Seriously, let's let's seriously talk about that because I'm so like that's a great idea. Anyway, nobody has listened. We gotta make money somehow. Yeah, right. We have to make a lot of money. In and order we both to, have like... we both have giant penises. I mean, I mean, I mean, and I, I would say giant. But I, I, for sure. I, I would say I, I will say yeah. I'll say that I have a big, thick, crib dick. It's fine. It's fine. It's my <laughs> podcast. I can say whatever I want. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> so tell me, let's go back to before you had the accident. So, um, you mentioned kind of when we were talking about before recording, you, you kind of said you were always the friend that showed up, like, and you were like, you actually said, no, I'm, I'm, I'm mixing up what we said. You said that you were a prude a lot when you, before you yeah. kind of had the accident. And so like, what do you mean by yeah, that? Uh, uh, I mean, I wasn't, I wasn't a prude per se. Like I, I was, a, I have always been a sexual person, but I, I set up limits for myself of like, because you know, in the gay community, there's like all that slut shaming, and just like in the female community, you know, like it's just it like it's unnecessary. And this was before, like, uh, you know, people were coming out as like sex positive and like. You know, as long as, it, you know, you there were two consenting adults, like, who the fuck cares yeah. how much sex you have and when and where and, like, all that shit. So I was very much in, like, the heteronormative, like, um, even though, like, straight males can just go fuck and spread their seed as, as wildly as they want. But, like, for gay men and, like, wh- because we're, like, for gay men and women, like, um, I think it's because you know, gay men are viewed as more feminine, which who the fuck cares? But it's just like, can we not own our like sexual desires and like fantasies and like sex lives? Yeah. So I, I was very like, no, I need to like find a man and like settle down and like, uh, you know, Midwest housewife type house husband (laughs) type thing. Yeah. Yeah. So, so after, um, after I like grew up a little bit and, um, you know, as far as like, uh, having my accident happen and then like coming into like my sexual self, like even more and just not giving a fuck, like, no, like I can't even masturbate now. So yeah, I mean, neither high five. Hey, hey, high five to uh, that. Like virtual. Yeah. <laughs> I feel you literally cannot jerk myself off. I get it. Right. Yeah. So it's just like, I, I need people to help me get a fucking release. So I'm just like, I don't care anymore. Like I'm going to be a huge fucking wheelchair crypt slot. <laughs> and I love it. So, and even then it's like, we we can't be as slutty as we want because we can't get it as freaking as we want. Yeah, like because <laughs> you have to deal with so much ableism just to get like to find somebody who might consider maybe one time doing it with you. Although I've had pretty good luck on the East Go Coast. Go on, tell me these things. I'm ready. Yeah. yeah so uh, there there's a lot of schools around here, which is really <laughs> nice. So. Um, and, and being in like a university <laughs> setting is so fucking great. I university never went... D! Yes. Yes. So yeah, it's, it's like, I don't know. I find, I found that, uh, 
like people out here are a lot more uh, just open and like, you know, up for anything. And I've had really, really good encounters here. Do so. you, can, can you share parts of one or some? Yeah. So I, um, well, I, I mean, my, my artwork revolves around like me finding other, other subjects. Yeah. I get intimate with, you know, and, um, so the, the photographs that I've made while I was here, like, you know, me eating out some guy's ass. Is, I don't think I've seen that one. You're going to have to send me that one. Uh, on my, it's on my website. So. I'm going to, I'm going to go, I'm going to click through and have a look. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it's, it's a, a great picture, but, um, and then, uh, <laughs> Yeah, and then there's, you know, uh, an image of me, like, performing oral sex, like, tips back in my in my power chair. Uh, and then I, I have been, I just started experimenting with some video, and I set up, like, three different cameras in my bedroom, and uh, I have two big windows in my bedroom um, that, like, face, like, east or um, west. So like the sun was setting and he came in and uh, we got into bed and started having like uh, like a sexual thing. I gave a teaser on my um, Instagram of that. Um, so please tell I, me you're setting up an OnlyFans. Please, 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 please. I don't know if I'm quite there yet. But. It would be <laughs> such a fucking awesome thing if you were like the first disabled OnlyFans per- I, w- I mean I, I, the first disabled OnlyFans fucking trip fag I would be so there for it right but I don't know how like money how much money you have to like pay into that I know they like take a percentage and stuff but... yeah I'm not sure how much you have to pay into it either but I think it would like I think you I think you just want to see me like fucking some other dude well look I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna see you naked at some point in our friendship Anyway, so I mean, I that that part does. I will have sex with you at some point. It's fine, um, <laughs> but that, so now that would be a video. I mean, that hey hey Daisy Wavy, some porn star friends of ours. Anyone we want to produce this? Figure it out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that would be fun. Um, so yeah, so now you've kind of like it sounds like you've kind of like become this self-aware disabled slut, which I'm really excited about because I feel slutty all the time but then I feel ashamed for being slutty because I'm like no I'm disabled I should you know I should be striving for betterment or blah 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 but now but now that I'm talking to you I'm like good I'm just gonna be extra fucking slutty and I give a shit (laughs) well yeah I mean no it's just like you know it it just seems like disabled people either, either have to be like we have to be like these outstanding like good at you know at everything and we have to achieve so much uh you know in order to be recognized and then if like if if we're boring like we're not allowed to be boring either yeah exactly like you know i I was on um uh molly oh what's her name she she's a, a youtuber she's getting pretty big on um on youtube uh molly burke she, she, she's blind. Oh yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. 
they get all this cool content with like the the like top other creators like in the in the YouTube scene right now, and it's like it's so cool. And and she she talked about a comment one time about like you know this this guy like posted on one of her videos was just like um I I clicked on your you know uh videos to like see this like cool content that some blind woman was uh creating and i just realized after going through some of your videos that you're just kind of average and she's like and she's just like yeah i'm average like i'm just an average fucking person i feel like we i feel like we need to both be her best friend like that's amazing like can we not just be boring at times or like average people like are we not allowed to just be status quo i might like, have to change have to my these, like... all my statuses too i can be boring and disabled too it's all right like that's what i feel right. like yeah. it's so good um like we don't we don't all have to strive to like achieve this like high standard of crippleness it's like ableist know? crippleness that is all about ableism and wrapped in like overcoming and no i don't i don't i don't yeah like, i didn't a happy disabled person. Yeah. P.S. You, know? you can be and like yes, yes. So I want to move back to your penis because it's the, okay. that's a fun co- topic of conversation for me. Um, <laughs> but like so, okay. So you mentioned a, mi- a few minutes ago about you like back in your wheelchair sucking some dude's dick for like one of the, your shots, which is awesome. Do you find as a wheelchair user, because like, I find sucking dick in my chair is really hard. I find sucking dick out of my chair is really hard, too. Like, I find, because I can't get into, like, able-bodied dick-sucking positions, the person has to straddle my face, which I'm fine with, but then I am stuck in, like, on my back, unable to move, and I'm like, okay, I have to figure out how to open my mouth, make it sexy at the same time, take their dick, and not choke all at the same time. (laughs) Um, I don't know. Like, I... I... I don't know if like my my talents got better after my accident, but like I can <laughs> I can go deep, you know, like, and you know it doesn't it doesn't bother me. But um, it's all it's definitely all about positioning. Like I usually will put my arm in between their legs and then like tickle their ass at the same time. So then like they they can kneel like on either side of my arm and then like get at my face better that way um so yeah you just sex positions get really creative and i love it no like tell me more about your sex sex positions because i've had people with with sci and paralysis like say to me like hey have more people on the show talking about that stuff so you wouldn't mind like indulge yeah so uh i like i'm in a big fucking power chair so when i recline uh when i tip you know um like you, how you do pressure release and stuff you you um tilt the chair back and then like i recline as far as i can go i um it it, it helps when the person is a little bit taller and they have like a good sized dick so i'll put my like like in the picture i put my arm through their legs so that um they can like get closer and then yeah and then they can just kind of go from there otherwise like if they're not too heavy i put them up on my armrest but like kneel on my armrest and then i can suck their dick that way amazing um 
if, if you like, listeners could see the the like image, yeah. the, what if you could see what Robert's doing right now, you'd be falling apart laughing, miming mm-hmm. like sucking a big fat meaty cock in his wheelchair. Amazing, <laughs> Davy Wavy. It doesn't see. have to be. It doesn't have to be big, big fat and meaty. I like smaller ones. Too. I mean, I like every. Okay, let me be clear. I like every cock out there, but I particularly enjoy the meaty ones because it's easier for me to. Say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah but yeah no like and then um and then if, if they're shorter i'll have them like climb on my bed and then um just kind of do the same thing like put their um put my arm in between their legs and then they can kind of kneel on my uh armrest when i'm tipped back so and then when i'm in my bed uh it's probably the easiest so i'll stick my arm through through their legs again and they'll be kneeling and kind of hunched over me um, with their hands on the headboard. Uh, you know. Amazing. <laughs> like, why aren't you a porn star yet? Like, I'm, I'm I'm, actually hard at all the things you just said. I'm like, oh, I'm having erections. Oh, dear. Uh, <laughs> speaking of erections, because of your paralysis, are, is that a, can, you, can you achieve erections? Oh, are you being ableist right now and asking if I can get it right? Well, I mean, I figured because I'm also disabled and I'm one of us, I feel like I was I had carte blanche to ask that question. I don't know. Maybe not. Did I? <laughs> well, see, that's the thing. Like, there's there's always this, like, thing. And I, I'm sure you get it, too, that, like, I just shouldn't have to justify it. Well, you know? of course, of course. Like, but, but, yes, I can. I I get very nice erections. Thank you for also telling uh, me to fuck off and telling yeah. me you don't have to justify your erections to me at the same time while also telling me. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, um, but I mean, sometimes, you know, I need, I need a cock ring, um, if it's not staying up. Yeah. Uh, or like, do you um, think cock rings are like accessibility things? Uh, I don't know. They work for me. So like, and I'm asking because like I've had other people say like, yeah, cock ring has helped with not just keeping the dick hard, but keeping it like in place when it, when you're disabled and can't move things. That's a great feature. Huh. I don't know. Like I can't put it on myself. So I use it as like a, a functional thing. So it'll like keep me hard. Um, and then sometimes I have to use Viagra, but not all the time. Awesome. And then also like... Um, when I first, uh, like, started to, uh, like, do the, the sexual stuff, um, I tried um, just, like, having the guys, you know, like, either jerk me off or, or sex or, um, or, like, give me a blowjob or something. And then, like, I don't know, for some reason it, it wasn't working. And then, uh, like, I researched more and watched, like, a few Pornhub videos of guys in wheelchairs uh, jerking off, which there was this really hot one who has since taken them down. Oh, I, I was going to say, I like... Don't, I don't, I don't want to, like, give his name away, but, um, but yeah, no, like, I, I had to, like, research how to, like, ejaculate after spinal cord injury. And so I bought, like, uh, one of those wand vibrators called the Thunder Stick, where you plug it into the wall and it like brr. so um yeah i when i use that like it it worked and then the past the past two guys i was with uh we were in bed it was actually the same week like two weeks ago uh yeah and, good for you you sexy seated slut 
Yes. And uh, one was for the the video uh, that I made. And then the other was like two days later. Uh, this guy came over for a booty call. And uh, my hero. it was a, grind, a grinder hookup. As you and, do. Uh, but yeah, the past two times, like, I didn't need any help at all. Like, they were just like going to town. And then I was like, oop, here it is. <laughs> oop. It's such a, like, you're such a Midwestern boy. Oop, oop, there it is. <laughs> Boom goes the dynamite. Amazing. Um, how do you, with your lovers or your or your subjects, the people that you like bring in? How do you feel about saying like, "Hey, I need help with this." Like, if you're gonna like with that grinder hookup, do, do you? When I hook up with somebody, do you? I like I set up as much as I can beforehand. If I know they're coming over, like I'll, I'll be really diligent about like, okay, gotta make sure this is good. Gotta make sure my ass is okay. Gotta get an attendant to help me with this because I gotta whatever. Do you set that up, or are you able to have a little bit more spontaneity? Ah, uh, the schedule of sex. Another great topic. Right? Uh, like, whenever I whenever I give talks, like, the schedule of sex comes up, and it's, it's, it's so fucking interesting, yeah. Um, so sometimes, like, obviously, uh, like, I do, I don't shower. I don't have an accessible shower, but I do, like, a bed bath every day, um, and, you know, just to make sure I'm clean and well, not... Well, you don't have an accessible shower. No, I don't. My heart um, just broke. How, okay, fuck the porn. We, we, we want to do the porn to get Robert a fucking accessible shower. shower. Yeah, like, because... <laughs> not, I'm not I'm, But I'm saying everybody deserves, like... like uh, showers, are, when you're disabled, they're just no. so great. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but, um, like, I've had them before, but it's... Sometimes it's, like... It's also uh, a lot quicker just to do bed bath. Yeah, yeah of and, course. Yeah. Uh, and, I don't and jump the, in the shower either when I'm about to get my dick sucked. I can do a quick, like, boom, boom, right. thanks, like, whatever. But but no, I am right. I have the, the ability to shower every day in a roll-in shower. So that's why I was like, oh, because I want you to be able to, like, yeah, I shower. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, my parents have one, but I'm, like, 600 miles away now. So, But, um, but yeah, no, like, I... I'm I like I don't sweat very much because like I don't move or anything like that. So um, normally, like I'm I'm good to go like the whole day um, as far as like washing up. And then if they need to like because I I use uh, like powder and stuff just to keep me like yeah dry and fresh and uh, yes fresh as the daisy. I use uh, Gold Bond uh, sensitive with like. It's got a gold top and a white bottle, and then it's like got chamomile and aloe. Nice. It's like the best shit ever. I'll get some because like, I. Saves, it saves your balls from getting fucking gross rashes and shit I mean, from chafing. It's important because yeah. I uh, I sit down too and I get, I I have I get gross ball rash. I've been there. Yeah, yeah, and then yeah, so I have like this cream concoction too that I can tell you uh, later. Uh, that that <laughs> that gets rid of it too, but yeah, no, like this this powder is like a fucking godsend. Anyway, um, but yeah, normally like I I don't tell them really anything. Uh, you know, if they want to have this, if they want to, uh, you know, jump in the sack. Like obviously they know I'm in a wheelchair. You know, and like blah blah blah. Uh, yeah. But but yeah, like if I need them to do something i'm just gonna tell them how to do it and they're gonna fucking like it you're so, such a and badass be, and you're clearly and a dumb 
and it's going to be sexy as shit. So, yeah. <laughs> this like, is I why like, we need to yeah. be best friends. This, this. <laughs> they they come in, and then, like, I, I pretty much just take over. I just, like, you know, I, like, that's the show. Uh, <laughs> you know, even even when I want to be in... in like submissive i just like tell them how to do it so and then like once they're like if they're topping me then like i kind of let them have their like moment of of like, domness and then i'm back at it they're so. like dumb mask for mask like yeah i fucked you really good speaking of to- and, of topping you like, like no, i didn't feel anything but, <laughs> <laughs> but no no i i enjoy like yeah even though i really can't like feel like I know when they're in there uh because of like the autonomic dysreflexia uh so but yeah like autonomic dysreflexia is when you start like kind of shaking a little bit right because your body's like whoa well it's it's um it's the way of my body telling me like kind of if something's wrong yeah yeah it's just like raise blood pressure um and it's like there's varying degrees of it. It's yeah. not just like one thing. So, like, I'll get a little bit sweaty. Like, I'll feel flushed. Um, normally, it doesn't. It doesn't bother me during sex. Um, so, but yeah, no. Like, I I I love like watching them and like you know uh, kind of go to town and. Oh my god, you're so dirty, and I fucking love it. <laughs> yeah and like because sometimes i need that sometimes i i just i like to be dominated um and then other times i you know i like to be the dominant one so i I don't know how i don't know what's gonna happen when we finally hang out i'm not really sure what i don't know we'll figure it out um do you have you ever um been with another disabled person since you've had your accident yes i i've been with one guy uh who had uh cerebral palsy um he he could walk and everything um but i don't think we were yeah we didn't like go like all the way all the way but yeah we we definitely had some fun so i feel hurt that i wasn't your first cv person my heart just oh honey (laughs) that virginity virginity has gone and passed (laughs) (laughs) um so for other queer, crippled, disabled people like us, do you have any like words of advice or things that they should know or stuff you want to tell them about your experience? Yeah, uh, like don't be afraid to like take charge and cause, like a lot of people just stand around and not know what the fuck to do and like own it, own own being in charge of your body because like you know you have to protect yourself, you have to make sure that everyone's being safe with you, you know. Um, and like just fucking have that confidence honestly like nothing is sexier than confidence and like i get so much like ass and like i can flirt with anyone and like not so much gay men because they're like horribly just creeped out by the whole thing but like straight men fucking love me um it's <laughs> how much fantastic. straight how much straight able dick have you sucked <laughs> um a few, but like, <laughs> but like, I I I just get so many like cool guy friends out of it. I don't know what I mean. You know, I yeah, just, no, I don't know. I get it. But, I get it. It's um, awesome. But yeah, no, like, 
I usually have to initiate like everything as far as like gay guys out in public. And uh, normally, like I have better luck on like apps and stuff. Yeah. Um, uh, just because like people are so fucking freaked out. And like when they don't get to like see a backstory, like online you get to see like a backstory and like go to my Instagram, go to my website. Like, you know, you get to preview the yeah, goods. Yeah, what you're getting. Yeah, and they're nice goods, by the way. Um, everybody yeah. should go there. And, yeah, and you just get to like see my personality and see like, oh, okay, like dude's be- living his best life. Like, Hashtag know. so blessed, so disabled. <laughs> right. <laughs> But yeah, no. Uh, but like when, yeah, when guys come over, I I definitely like fucking own that shit, and I'm like, all right, you're gonna fucking take your clothes off before you take my clothes off, and I'm like strip in front of me. You know, I mean, well, it, it depends on the person too. Like if we're going to get right to sex, like I'll be like, all right, well, fucking get undressed then, like blah blah blah, and then <laughs> sit, up, sit on my lap and we'll make out and shit, like you know, and then and then we kind of go from there, so. I need to take some pointers from you because I am like the most yeah. nervous, nervous. Like, uh, okay, so like, if if you like wanted to, I guess like, all right, yeah. like, <laughs> I don't have time for that because otherwise they just sit there, kind of like scared, twiddling their thumbs, and I'm like, okay, well, I have to fucking do this, like, yeah. you know, and then like once once they get like used to it, then it's fine, you know, they know what to do and and whatnot. But so, do you would you? Yeah. Do you prefer one night stands? Do you prefer like regular dick? Like what's? I would prefer like a regular fuck bud for sure. Uh, like, like as far as relationship, I don't know if I fucking want one. Like, if P.S. you don't. If a dude comes along and like can, is like, can can bring something to the table or. I, you know, I'm looking for an equal, like, I'm not just going to like fuck around with some dude, like in a relationship that I don't want to be in, like, or he's like just good enough. Like, no, I don't have time for that. Like, if I don't love the person, I'm not going to be in a relationship with them. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like, I don't want to waste their time or mine. Um, have you ever felt like, oh, I love you because you're able-bodied and you're sucking my dick. Like, have you ever had that like weird... Because sometimes I'll get it where, like, oh, we're having emotions. And it's like, no, 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 those are not real emotions. You're making them up because the, this feels good. Do you, has that ever happened? Not not with, like, a hookup. Uh, for me, it's just, it's usually, like, when I'm, like, talking to a guy and we're, like, you know, getting to know each other. And then, like, you know, we're talking every day or we're being cute and, like, sending Snapchats and shit like that. Then like that's where like I get into trouble and because they'll be like you know it'll it'll be cool and sexy and fun for a while but then like I'm like okay where is this going you know like I like you like what the fuck you know so then like if they're not into it and I'm like okay well we're done then so you are a cool bitch, and I love it so much. You're like, nope, you're, yeah. you're going to well, lay it like, out. Yeah, you're not going to string me along. Like, no. And if you're going to, like, buy me an edible arrangement and um, a, like, balloon on my birthday, like, and 
be all cutesy and shit like that. No, like, fuck you. If you are like, like, oh, I, I just, I can't, I don't know where I am in my life, blah, blah, blah. And like, no, fuck you. All right, bye. <laughs> <laughs> no, fuck you. All right, bye. Oh. Yeah. No, I'm very much like, if, if it's not going anywhere, we're done. Like, you know, oh. and if you're going to like freak out about being with me for the rest of your life, like, no, fuck Have it. you had like, that? Have I, you had guys be like, oh, boo, guy, you're disabled, and what, what does that mean for the future? Like, boo, boo. Yeah, I had one guy, uh, we had, like, an amazing, we had one date, one date, right? And uh, it went great. Like, we had such a good time, and then, like, uh, we kind of, like, talked for a little bit after, and, and then, like, I don't know, he fell off the face of the earth, so I was just like, all right, whatever. Uh and, uh, so then like, we, we were still like friends on Facebook or something. And then, uh, I think I messaged him, uh, or something just, yeah, I don't know how we started talking yet, but he was like, you know, I was like, where, you know, where have you been? And just kind of like joking with him and shit like that. And he's like, and he's like, well, after, after our date, I, um, was really thinking about it, and I just, I, I couldn't, I couldn't be with you. And I'm like, wow. uh, and I'm like, okay, we had one date. Yeah, I didn't know. ask you to move in. Call, we had fucking coffee. Yeah. Right, call me a fucking tits down. You fed me a salad from Panera. <laughs> like, 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 calm down. Yeah. The salad was delicious, though. Uh, it's one thanks, of my favorite. Thanks, songs. Panera. <laughs> thanks, Panera. TMTM. TM, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, sponsor my uh, sponsor of the podcast. Uh, <laughs> that too, um, but no, like, like, dude, you fed me a salad. We had proyo. Like, calm down. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And he's just like, well, I was just thinking about like, you know, if if you know, I really want children, and and you know, you wouldn't be able to, um, you know, get up with them at night, and I'm like. So you think I wouldn't be a good dad? Like, I would get my fucking caregiver to get up with them at night then. Well, it's just like, it's just like, I'm like, you're being really naive about this. Like, And also, you fed me a salad. Yeah, right. That's all you did. I was just like, you don't think I would be a good partner because I couldn't physically, like, get up with, like, a child at night? I was just, you know, and it was just, it just blew my mind. I'm like, how the fuck are you thinking about this already? Like, girl. And he's just like, you know, like, you know, and I'm like, I, I would be a fucking great dad for one. And he's like, no, I, that's, that's not what I meant. And just kind of like, but it was just like the physical aspect of being a parent and just like, well, I mean, my mom did a lot of the fucking getting up at night and, you know, my dad didn't do a lot of that shit. And, like, whenever I wasn't feeling good, it was my mom. It wasn't my dad, you know? So, I mean, that's just a regular, like... That's just a life occurrence. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? Like, my kid would be able to sit on my lap if he wasn't feeling good and, you know, whatever. Okay, I, like, just, had a visual, have- I just had a visual of you, like, holding your, like, two-year-old. Anyway, it was adorable. I don't know where it came from, but it was there. But, uh, but yeah, no, like, obviously they're going to have a parent for like certain things, you know? And like, 
He has a fucking nightmare. Tell him to go back to bed. Like, that's what my parents did. You know, I was like, I'm scared. And they're like, well, go back to bed. There's you no know? monster in the closet. Like, yeah. You're not sleeping with us. So it's kind of like, so it was just, it was such a surreal, like, and the the conversation that it sounds like he was having with himself is a conversation you would have with someone that you've been with for like six years, and okay, it's time to like figure out what we're doing. And it was yeah. one salad, like dude, you know, you know what probably happened? He fed you the salad, and he got scared to shit because he realized that yeah, if he's gonna be in your life and he's gonna be an intimate partner of yours and a real and do a real thing, he is gonna have to get over himself and take a little bit more care of you than say the average person because. As, right. Like as much as we like to pretend, like oh yeah, I'd have I'd have my I'd have my PCA to do everything. That's just not how intimate relationships work. The person, right. like the the more able partner, like when I fuck dudes, even if I'm never gonna see you again, they I make them do shit for me, and that scares them sometimes. But I'm like, no, this is what it is. Yeah. No. And it, it's that it's that notion of like uh, intimacy that people just don't want to like engage in anymore. You know what I mean? It's just like, they only want like a, a you know, Oh, come, come find me in my, in my bedroom and I'll be, safe. My, my ass will be up and the door will be open yeah. and just come in and yeah. I'll be blindfolded and I won't know who you are. Like, no, I can't do that. Oh, right. Yeah. And it's, or it's just like, they're so like fixated on penetrative sex, which, you know, like, that's not as fun as like a lot of fucking passion. Like, right? I mean shit. I wanna be I wanna roll around with you. I wanna suck yeah. your dick a bunch. I wanna like there are things that I wanna do with... I wanna like uh, yeah, I wanna like eat your ass and like and like let's go inner, let's go to and... let's go to the eating ass part because I fucking love eating some ass and I'm curious for like I love it because it's the easiest thing I can do. Literally, you sit in my face and I open my mouth. It's really not that hard. Like, how do you feel about, like, like as a fellow ass-eating disabled person, um, and I think I just found the title for this podcast, uh, <laughs> so as a fellow ass-eater, as, as an eater, <laughs> how do you, how does that work for you? Like, how do you do that? Yeah, I do the same thing. Like, uh, I'll either have them, like, face me and then, like, jack off while they're you know so i can look at them and then otherwise like 69 and i'll eat their ass and suck their dick so amazing amazing um yeah do you okay when you eat ass like when i eat ass usually they're facing the other way so that they can like bend and i can get a like a really good i can get my ass right in the places or my tongue right in the places rather um do yeah. you do you like i remember at one point i was doing it with somebody a few weeks ago and I, I was like, oh, gotta breathe. Forgot that breathing is a thing. Like, do you feel like sometimes you're like, oh, I can't? Right. How do I? Well, I just like I'll tell them to move forward. Like, I just direct them wherever I want them to go. You know what I mean? And I, like, I make it sexy. You know. I would love oh. to see. We have to do a porn. If not, only for Andrew to. I want to see how you do this because you sound like such a domineering, like fucking asshole and, and i mean that in the nicest way yeah like i know i i mean like i just kind of like ask them to do it i'm just like you know move forward a little bit you know and like while i'm eating their ass you know it's just like you know uh slide back a little bit like you know because i i want to be in the best position so that i can pleasure them the best you know isn't it so amazing like, how oh. nobody realizes that we want to give pleasure to oh totally yeah 
Like, I, I'm really fucking good at it. So, stop <laughs> flirting with me. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, but yeah, no, it's it's like I know what the fuck I'm doing. So, and once they realize that, like, they're like, oh fuck, yeah, like this kid's got it. <laughs> say it again for all the people in the back that think disabled people don't know what they're doing. We're disabled, and we know how to fucking make you come. Part of me, part of me, still wishes like I had my trach in just so I could suck dick for like days. Cause then I would be able to like, that's all I could think about when I was, when I had a trach was just like, Oh man, I wish I could suck some dick right now. Cause I would be, I wouldn't have to like, I wouldn't have to come up for air at all because I breathe through my neck. Like how fucking great. Would I that know be? it's like the best sexual possibilities because of the trach. Like shit. And trachs what? are sexy as fuck. I know some people who wear trachs and they're hot. Yeah. So it's just like, yeah, like, people with trachs, they can suck dick real good, I'm sure. I mean... <laughs> just don't pop out. Like, they're on a ventilator. Yeah, don't fucking kill the accent. Don't. Yeah, just be mindful of the tube. <laughs> don't sit on their trach. That would not be good. Don't... <laughs> no, but definitely, like, face fuck them, I guess. Yeah. I mean, if they can, if they can do it, you know. Yeah. Um, if they to do that as well. Used to... <laughs> Facebook? Yeah, no, like, if, if they're into that. Consensual. Oh, yeah, I, I, yeah. Everyone to be consensual. Yes, yes, yes. Consent is sexy, yes. Um, triple consent is sexy, especially, too. Um, uh, I have run out of... I mean, I, I want to talk to you a bunch when I hit off, but for the purposes of this yeah. thing, um, it was so fucking awesome to finally talk to you. I am... I am just so excited for what you're doing. I love that you're a dirty fucking whorebag like I am. I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm trying, but well, we need to change society first so that other crippled people can be the slutty fucking, you know, awesome sex people that they want to be. The awesome so. sex people that they want to be. Um, uh, I'm gonna. How do people get a hold of you? Where can they find your stuff? Yeah, so Instagram is all all one uh, Robert Andy Coombs, C O O M as in Mary, B as in boy, S as in Samantha, RobertAndyCoombs dot com, uh, and that's that's pretty much all my social media. You can contact me through my website as well. Um, yeah, I'm always looking for models. So <laughs> if you can come to New York or New Haven or somewhere on the East Coast, let me know. One of my backers, fly me out to New Haven and let's get right. some shit. Somebody fucking back me for this. Again, Davey Wavy, if you're listening, I am so ready for this. Let's <laughs> figure it out. Um, Robert, It was so, you're just awesome, and I can't say enough about how fun it was to talk to you today. Um, no, you're great, too. Like, you, you're... You're doing the damn thing, man. You're a hustler. I'm doing it. Love it. I'm doing yeah. it. And I'm so happy you love the film and thank you for watching. Thank you so much. Um I Oh yeah. Never mind. Well no We can talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah we will. But you're you're <laughs> awesome. Uh and thanks for so much for coming on Disability After Dark. And I will talk to you in three seconds after I hit off. So bye. Hey. Alright, so that's another episode of Disability After Dark, the podcast shining a bright light on sex and disability. I'm, of course, your host, Andrew Gerza. Thank you so much for listening and being a part of this. If you want to follow my work, you can head on over to www 
facebook.andrewgerza.com or follow me on Twitter at Andrew Gerza. You can also follow the Disability After Dark podcast on Twitter by following DisAftDarkPod. You can also follow our Facebook page, facebook.com slash disabilityafterdark. It would also be super awesome if you could leave a five-star review wherever you get your podcasts so more people can hear about the show. And if you are able and want to support the show, you can do so by heading over to patreon.com slash cripple content. This way we can do, do things like get better equipment, you help me make a living doing this thing, you help support content made but made by and for people with disabilities, so I can't thank you enough. And you can pledge whatever you can and as little as $1 a month to make it as financially accessible as possible. Thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you again next time, right here on Disability After Dark. Copyright Notice Disability After Dark was presented, created, and produced by Andrew Gerza and Crippled Content Creations, with music by Chris Udiucci. Any and all materials, including graphics, audio recordings, and music, are property of the owner and cannot be used or distributed without express permission. Copyright, Crippled Content Creations, 2018.